The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. one show giving you the truth about personal finance this is financial coaching radio and i'm your host jason walls certified financial planner one of the only independent commission free financial advisors in rutherford county for all about me check out jason walls cfp.com that's j-a-s-o-n-q-u-a-l-l-s cfp.com course standing for certified financial planner practitioner i think that's the legal way to say it these days but you get the gist. If you have questions, comments, disagreements, hit me up online. Email the show, social media. Find those links at financialcoachingradio.com. With everything that's happened with the economy, if you want to call it that, if you everything that's happened with inflation and interest rates, who's to blame, who's not to blame, it has us starting to question what's really going on with our investment strategy. Are we still in the best place possible? And I think it's very hard as humans not to look at things in isolation. And what I mean by this, you know, let's say that we're on a great exercise and diet program. It's working. We're six months in. We've had all these results. And then we kind of start to plateau. We start to go, you know, this is just not working. I'm doing the wrong things. And you kind of slack off. You're not as motivated because we're looking at the most recent time versus the longer time. Or you know, we can just stretch that out to be more realistic. Say you've been doing this for two or three years in your exercise program. Then you plateau. You start to question reality. Same thing happens with our investments. We forget that the last year or so, year and a half, say that, really a year and a couple months, that the investment markets haven't always been this way. And we do this every time there's a decline. We did this during COVID. We started questioning when the market fell because of that. Are we doing the right things? Is this still the right place to invest? Is basic asset classes, simple index funds, stocks, bonds, a diversified mix of all asset classes, U.S., international, those types of things. Based on your financial planning and retirement strategies, that's still what we need to be doing. Do we need to be doing something different? Do we need to pull out and go to cash? We did this in 08. We did this in 2001 after September 11th. We did this in 2000 after the dot-com crash. We did this, what was before that, probably 87, Black Monday, 74. And there's probably some other crashes in there, if you want to call it that. Market decline is what I really call it. Because it's all temporary. And for a crash to really happen, it's kind of the end, right? This is not the end. This is temporary. Are we in the middle of it? Are we in the tail end of it? Who in the heck knows? But let's look at the major asset classes returns going through the last 10 years. And if you're sitting there and you're 70 and you go, I don't have 10 years. Are you going to spend all of your money tomorrow? 
Are you still planning on living till you're 80, 85, 90? Most of you would say yes. If you're on your deathbed, you probably aren't even listening to this show. But if you're healthy in retirement, whether you're 65, 75, you're planning on living more than likely. And you're, that's what you should be planning. Live. You're planning for the long term. You know, your longevity and your family may not suggest you're going to live till 90. But you financially plan for that. So yes, whether you're 25 or 75, we got 10 years to plan for. 10 years of projections to make. 10 years of assumptions to plan for. So when we look at U.S. stocks, when I say U.S. stocks, I'm going to use an index fund called the Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund. It is a total stock market index fund, just what it sounds, and it has mostly large U.S. companies, some mid, some small, but mostly large. It really follows along with the S&P 500, but it's not an S&P 500 index fund. The 10-year return of U.S. stocks per that fund is still almost 12% a year, 11.84 to be exact, as of market close yesterday. You take out some financial advisor fees, maybe you're netting out 11%. So on the stock, U.S. stock asset class, over the last decade, even with the most recent decline in the markets, you have averaged over 11%. You would average a lot more if there wasn't this recent market decline. So what I'm suggesting here is stop looking at things in isolation. Isolation being the last 16, 18 months the last 12 months the last 12 months is no indication of what it's going to be like the next 10 years just like if we were in 2008 all over again it would not be an indication of what was to come what was to come the market's going to get back to hitting its average returns 10 11 percent somewhere in there maybe eight nine percent if we have a lower than average period but hell if we're even in a 10-year return of eight nine percent Inflation aside, it's real pretty strong. The only asset class out there really is going to be the inflation is equities. What about other asset classes? Let's talk about gold for a second. A lot of people, should I buy gold? Well, I'm not going to get into tangible gold. That's a doom and gloomer. Their 10-year return of gold is not even 1%. U.S. stocks, mind you, was over 11. 10-year return of gold per GLD which is the Spiders Gold Shares ETF, just an index fund that follows the price of gold or investing in gold. 0.9% is the 10-year return. So I ask you, over the last decade, which asset class would you prefer to own? The asset class of U.S. stocks that has gained over 11% or gold that has not even gained one? You put inflation to that mix, it's negative. What is the U.S. stock market return net of inflation? Again, the last year aside, average 10-year inflation rate, I'm guessing here, maybe with the last year, six months, 4%, 5% inflation. What about real estate? Now, I don't talk, I'm not talking about going and buying a rental property. Going and buying a rental property means actively involved in managing that sucker or hiring a property manager or whatever is not the same as wanting to own a broad-based the broad-based index or asset class, rather. So let's talk about the returns of real estate per the Vanguard Real Estate Exchange Traded Fund, VNQ. There are other ones. 
Some funds invest more. Well, they're all in commercial real estate to a point. We're not going to dig into the weeds of what actually is in the real estate holdings of this fund. It is a real estate index fund. But part of the return of real estate over the last 10 years in this real estate index fund is 6%, 6.31 to be exact. So I ask you, what asset class would you prefer to be in over the last decade? U.S. stocks, gold, or real estate? 10 per 11% plus, 0.9% on the gold, 6% on real estate. It's rhetorical. If we look at the last 18 months, we look at the last six months, it could tell a different story. I'm not going to do that because what the point of this segment is, is to remind you, long-term investing, long-term investment management, 5, 10 plus years is how your strategy needs to be set up. We don't need to look at the last six months or a year and go, oh, that's the predictor of the future because that is our personal bias telling us a big freaking line. The big shocker here in of asset classes, to me, and this is coming off of the worst return in history for bonds. Now, this is U.S. bonds, maybe bonds globally. I'm not going to dig down into what international bonds do. Uh, but we'll just look at the broad-based asset class of bonds through the ETF BND. The total bond market index ETF. The 10-year return on that sucker, 1%. Why is it so bad? Because last year it got hammered. Bonds hate inflation. Bonds dropped 13% of the last or in 2022. It's never been a year where bonds have been hurt that bad. But here is the flip side and the upside to bonds having an inverse relationship to interest rates. Unless your head has been buried in the sand, you know interest rates have went up substantially over the last year. A year ago, you could get a 30-year mortgage under 3%. Now, what, 6 7 8% on a 30-year? Interest rates on everything have went up, trying to curb inflation. This is just part of what the Federal Reserve's plan is, whether it's good or whether it's bad. I'm not an economist, and I don't really care. It's for you to understand that when interest rates start to fall, which they will, bonds will become will become roaring back so is that bonds had a or having a 10-year return of one percent they're still paying a yield they're still paying interest but we have to remember what the purpose of bonds are and they have two purposes and i haven't talked about these purposes in quite some time deflation protection would be one of them and this is one that i think we could see prices went up pretty rapidly due to inflation companies could start lowering prices to bring back demand uh, i don't know if that happens bonds are going to love it if interest rates start to fall bonds are going to love it is stock the asset class of stocks going to love that probably not we may see double digit returns on fixed income assets and that bonds is a diversifier bonds is how you lower volatility bonds are deflation protection Am I knocking the asset classes of commodities, you know, precious metals, or real estate? No, they all add into the diversification mix. But we have to stop looking at everything in the last year or 18 months and think that is a predictor of the future because it is not. The only thing we know for certain is that everything 
eventually goes back to the mean return, the average return, and the average return of the asset class of U.S. stocks is near, certainly greater than 10%, depending on how you're investing your money. So stop it. Stop thinking that what happened recently is going to be what's happening in the future over the long term. It is not. If you have a question, comment, disagreement, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Uh, I'm going to be back with you in just a moment to quickly take a quick break. Keep it locked in right here on Financial Coaching Radio. I'll see you. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners. If you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Welcome back to WGNS and Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Of course, you already know who I am. Been with you over a decade on Financial Coaching Radio. JasonQualsCFP.com for all about me. Uh, let's, uh, let's see. You know that uh, Lisa Marie Presley probably passed away. It's the only child of the king of the rock and rolls. She passed away recently. And there's a lot of talk about what's happening with the estate Here's an article from insurancenews.net or insurancenewsnet.com, whatever the heck they are. I just first one that caught my eye having to do with this issue. Presley beneficiary battles sets example of poor estate planning practices. We talk about estate planning all the time with John Baker, estate planning attorney on this show. Uh, so let's go through the article very quickly. A badly in debt woman dies leaving the proceeds of substantial insurance policies to her children only to have her trust contested by relatives who claim an amendment naming the children as beneficiaries is invalid with no witnesses, misspelled names, suspicious signatures, and was never given to previous trustees for review as required by agreement. I don't know if that's true. Everything we see here or read may not be true a long expensive protect protracted legal battle is likely brewing such events are not uncommon especially when there's lots of money involved 
Yeah, if you're contesting something in an estate planning case, of course you're going to make those claims. Those are the only things you can claim is that something is invalid, that someone was crazy, something was not of sound mind and body when they made the change. Uh, and that's kind of your leg to stand on. Such events are not uncommon. Uh, in estate planning, uh, in the case cited above, the deceased is Ellis Presley's late daughter, Lisa Marie. Her estate is being challenged by her mother, Priscilla. Priscilla was the original trustee along Lisa Marie's former business manager before an amendment to the trust uh, surfaced after her death. And this is, this is what I read, that Priscilla wanted to remain trustee and uh, Lisa Marie took her off and gave it to her children. Uh, I would say, given what I know about Lisa Marie and Priscilla's relationship, just from the media, which doesn't always mean it's true, is that it was they had not spoken for quite some time. So I wouldn't wouldn't be out of it. Wouldn't be a shocker if she did remove her as the trustee. Uh, Priscilla wants to remain in power. Can't blame her. She's one of the big reasons the Elvis Presley estate is one of the largest dead celebrity estates ever. Still is today. The man's been dead forty five years. At stake is perhaps as much as $35 million from life insurance policies. That's what Lisa Marie had on her life. With at least $4 million that will go towards settling her debts, including $2.5 million to the IRS. So, she good. Now, she got $6.5 million worth of debt, and she got her heirs are going to inherit $35 million of life insurance, plus the, her value of her remaining ownership of the, her father's estate. The alleged issues in the Presley Trust appear to be examples of sloppy lawyering or of someone looking to make changes themselves without counsel. That's what I'm putting my money on. Is she was like, I got to change this sucker. I'm not doing well. Probably no, not doom and gloom. Maybe something's going to happen to me. Let's handwrite some stuff and hope it sticks. Not a good amendment to a trust. Not a good amendment to a will when you're dealing with this kind of money. So, what is this? Say what the estate is worth. Hmm. Elvis appointed his father, Vernon, as the executor and trustee of the estate. When he passed, the beneficiaries of the trust were Vernon, Lisa Marie, and Elvis's grandmother, Minnie May. Lisa Marie was just nine years old at the time of his death. Uh, so, her inheritance was held until she was 25. And Lisa Marie became the only surviving beneficiary. She inherited the entire estate on her 25th birthday in 1993. The estate had grown from about $100 million, uh, to about $100 million at that point. So she was managing. So what is the takeaway here? The takeaway from is two things. One, and I get it, man. It's just... I'm in the business, and you know, people on the insurance bit in the insurance business or estate planning business or financial planning. We know we know how to do as we say, not as we do. Everyone in the, that knows the, the rules and regulations and planning techniques and the importance of it, it doesn't mean we are always great at taking action. We're no different than you. You get it. Now you go through the pro let's say you 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 step up and you go through the estate planning process one time. You know. You get the right will in place that's right for you or trust, powers of attorney, uh, health care directives. You get it all in place and it's done by attorneys and done by very smart people and you trust them. And then later on, you just aren't as motivated to go back through the process because it, it, one, it's, it's kind of human nature on that too. We talked about human nature and in the last segment looking at things in isolation. We don't like to think about our own mortality. 
We know we should. We know we should plan. And it's like, ah, I got other stuff I want to do. I'd rather do a million other things than go sit with an attorney and talk about me dying. <laughs> get it. So I hope they don't drag this out too long. You know, I think there should be some common ground here. I think her ultimate wish was to leave it to her, her daughters. And especially the oldest daughter, oldest couple daughters. No, it's the oldest daughter because then she had younger twins. And uh, her name is Riley, I believe. Whether or not Priscilla should be trustee. Who cares what the document says in a family that's probably had this much history and whether they're estranged or not, they're close. They know what others' wishes are. They know what's best for the estate. Just make the right decisions based on the future of the legacy and not about your own self-interest. But that's when, that's where the problems arise, right? Mo money... No problems. And that's why, one, these folks are so wealthy, they can hire the best of the best, and they can just kind of tell someone what they want and just sign the dang document as long as it's the attorney that they trust. And they're not having to spend hours and hours like you or I would face-to-face with these attorneys. That's how I envision. If I had $100 million, I'm just going to say, hey, attorney, here's what I want to have happen. Draft it up, bring it by for me to sign by lunch tomorrow, and it's done. But what seems to have happened here, if this story from insurancenewsnet.com is correct, is that she wanted to update her documents, and she updated it manually. She did not do it in a precise, by-the-letter-of-the-legal-law way, or as per estate planning. And someone has got their panties in a wad, this someone being Priscilla, Um feels left out, feels excluded, feels abandoned, whatever, feels that, you know, maybe this was, I don't think the children of Lisa Marie would forge a document, but who knows? People will do crazy things. They're going to get it eventually anyway. They are her children. This is really about who's going to be in charge of everything. But there are ways to handle this. I'm kind of speaking to the regular person in Rutherford County, Tennessee. Whether you're fighting over $100,000 or $100 million, you know your person. You know your family member that passed away. Life is too dang short to ruin family relationships forever over money. And I know, you know greed is a big driver for everything. Fear and greed. I get it. So if you don't, that's why there's one ad on this on this show that probably still runs. It was recorded a long time ago. Estate planning is not for you. It is for those you leave behind. If you give a fine flip about your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, your parents, whatever, siblings, and you do not want them to ruin relationships over your lack of planning and your assets, Set it up correctly. Suck it up and get it done. I know we're all procrastinators. I'm guilty of it too, just like everybody else. And I would say insurance folks and tax people or estate planning people are as well. So we got to suck it up and get it done because, again, we're doing it for the ones that we love and leave behind, not for ourselves. All right, going to take another break. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Keep it locked in. I'm back with you. Right
you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Welcome back into Financial Coaching Radio, the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. No books to sell, no live event tickets to peddle, no children on my show pushing books, because we don't do that around here. We leave that to the other guys. Uh, we have no hidden agenda. We're just trying to give you some financial information to help you make better money decisions. Hire me, don't hire me. Hire any of my, my guests or my sponsors. You know, they would obviously be honored to have the business. I would too, but that's not why we're on this show. At least that's not why I created this show. I just want a resource for you to have great financial information that you don't have to worry about someone harping on you about living on less than you make because Lord, that's not rocket science, right? From the very first time your daddy gave you a quarter and you went down to the store and what you wanted cost 50 cents, you know you needed to live on less than you make. Now, we can be babies about it. I don't know how to budget. But ultimately, we know and the responsibility lies with us. So on this show, we're talking about real deal investing, retirement planning, estate planning, tax planning, insurance planning, topics all across the board. You can listen to the show anytime, anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com. But I do want to continue on about estate planning just for a bit because we never get into all of these. And this is going to be very high level, really just a, a general uh, names of some of these documents because uh, it would take forever to go through every one of them. So it's like saying, oh, what is a mutual fund? What is a trust? You know, there's tons of different types of trust. There's revocable, irrevocable living, joint trust, testamentary trust, charitable trust, special needs trust, asset protection trust, spendthrift trust, Q-tip trust, credit shelter trust. Some of those in the latter are more for your high net worth folks. So when someone says, I feel like I just said survey says, when someone says you need to trust, first you got to learn what a trust does. It's just a legal document. Now, most of the time when somebody says you need a trust, they're talking about a revocable trust. Maybe even irrevocable. you got a special needs child, you may need a special needs trust. What is a special needs child? It's anyone who has a disability that you need to care for. Now, it could be mental or physical. You need to care for after your passing. That you're financially responsible for. Now, depending on their disability, that you may say, well, they're going to be fine. Yeah, but if they're on government benefits... And today, as you're living, you wouldn't want you passing them assets to kick them off of that. So that is the purpose of a special needs trust for that idea to prevent that from happening. 
if you're a high net worth individual and high net worth these days, I came into the business uh, 20 something years ago. High net worth meant having a net worth over a million or two dollars. Then it became net worth over five million. Now, I don't even know what the dang exemption is. The exemption is like 12 or 13 million each. And uh, that's high net worth. My caution to you, if you are a high net worth or a larger net worth person, you get above two, three million dollars. I would go ahead and set my estate plan up to prepare for the inheritance tax exemptions to come down. They may never. That's all they complained about in the last election. Is, we're going to lower, we're going to change the inheritance tax and get rid of it. We're going to tax the wealthy. And then none of that's happened. It was a talking point. But if you're going to go through the planning process as a higher net worth individual, you might as well plan for the worst. And the worst in that scenario is that they change the laws and you don't want to have to go back and redo everything. So let's make it as best and robust as we possibly can. You cannot do that with LegalZoom. You cannot do that with a divorce attorney. You're going to need a an estate attorney that specializes in that type of planning. But there are tons of different types of trust. It all starts with you having a financial planner on your side helping guide you to the right trust, the right document, the right estate planning attorney to make the best decision for you or at least give you information so you can make a decision or not make a decision. I love that option as well. You have all the information. You can choose not to do something. That's fine. That's your prerogative. This is America. But have the right team around you. I'm going to wrap up and close the show right after this short break. Keep it locked in. This is the only place in Rutherford County for local talk. WGNS, and this is Financial Coaching Radio. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134. Or visit my website, jasonqualscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Coaching Radio is with you every Monday through Friday, unless we get interrupted by an MTSU or local sporting event. We're right here at 4 o'clock every weekday, online, anytime at Financial Coaching 
Radio.com. Learn all about me, what I do, how I do it, why my practice is unique and different at Jason Qualls, CFP.com. I am one of the only independent, commission-free, fee-only certified financial planners in Rutherford County. Fee-only is not the same as fee-based. Look her up. A lot of advisors are fee-based. They're still sales hacks in many cases. <laughs> they hate when I call them that. I'm not a sales hack. Yes, you are. If you get any amount of your money on commission from any type of product, you're a sales hack. Just be fee only. You know it's the most transparent, conflict of interest way, free interest way to do business. You don't do it because you work for somebody else that is the boss of you. You ain't the boss, and neither is your client. So you're a sales hack. Uh, real quickly, circling back to what I said before, man, it's hard to remind ourselves that what's happened recently in the investing world is not going to continue forever. It may continue for another month, another six months, another year. I don't know, but we're going to come out of this. We're going to come out of this stronger. The market's going to rebound. We're going to get back to those double-digit returns we're used to because that's just what asset classes on the equity side do. In the meantime, keep it locked in right here on WGNS. More local talk is on the way. I'll be back at you tomorrow. Same back time, same back channel.